a fork into someone's chest. He throws a saw blade at someone and slices the top of their mm. head off and then gets a machete and fucking hacks a guy's oh, arm, oh, arm off. <laughs> Episode 57, The Return of Commando. Yes. Commando Part 2. There's actually three films in the Commando franchise, none of which are the films that we watched. Going which Commando was Commando. Well. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, this week we're talking about possibly my favourite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from the 80s. Really? Yeah, and mm. I, I think it is. Uh, the Commando. Even above the likes of Terminator. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's high praise. I think you need to be in a very specific mood to look at Terminator. Do you? Especially the first one. Hmm. Um, but yeah, one of my favourites. One of your favourites? Yeah. Of Arnold Schwarzenegger's I, I like films. them all. Yeah. I have to say in fairness, I do like them all. Yes, I know yeah. Arnold is pretty. But the, there's something special I think about Commando as well. It was just, I think it's one of those films, it was at the right time, um, at the right place. And kind of like even we were looking at... um. Netflix have a series on Arnold Schwarzenegger at the moment, yes. which I thought it covers all the, the big moments of his life and stuff mm. and it has him there. But for a three part series, it's I think it's actually surprisingly shallow I for three hours. Like they could have gotten off a lot of stuff in or they could have, uh, you know, well, there's like, stuff in there. I didn't know about him at all. Oh, uh, yeah, there's but it's I don't know. There's I think Arnold could have talked more. And maybe yeah. although then like, maybe the guy's had such a fucking mad life. That three hours isn't really enough to mm. encapsulate it. Like that's true. That's um, very true. Because like even where it's like the second part was an hour about uh, movies. Mm. It's like there's a ton of movies, you know what I mean. But like, I mean, I would love to hear heard him talking about like End of Days, which was he did End of Days after he had heart surgery, and it was oh, kind of like right. this whole thing. He was saying that at that point, he kind of felt like his movie career was going to be over because um, of insurance part where it's like mm. they didn't want him to do anything else you know where they're like oh my god if he fucking drops dead or something happens it'll shut down you know everything so he kind of felt that was kind of the beginning of the end hmm. with, and not like to do anything to do with the quality of the movie but just after having the heart surgery and then kind of like I think after a couple of um uh, movies that didn't do as well as previous movies would have done. Other thing, he was at his peak. Like it's, it's how can mm. you top Terminator Two? Um, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that was what Kindergarten was, Cop. Yeah, what was really funny in the thing when they were talking about Last Action Hero, James Cameron was laughing about him. He was like, "Oh, I rang him up like the the day after the opening of it, and it was like after being slayed and didn't." And he said he was like, he sounded like he was crying on the phone, Aww. and he was like, "I just want to be on my own." And Cameron was. <laughs> I think he was like really up, <laughs> but he was like Cameron. Just he, he has a, the feeling of someone that you can tell is really good friends with, you know. Mm. But like, I mean, this is one of the things I think about. It's like I mean, he had Stallone a little bit before, but mm. I think with Schwarzenegger, there hasn't been anyone really like him 
sense. No, absolutely. He's uh, just such a, a big character, like, you know. Yeah. That's, and, like, his whole backstory, even, it's just, it's you know, mental, if you find like, it, it's yeah. mental. Like, who kind of thought that some little kid from some backwards Austrian village, like, in the middle of nowhere, living rurally and all the rest, would end up going to America? Backwards Austrian village. But, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, backwards. There for in, Austria is coming no, out. not Austria, but just yeah. backwards in, like, a, a rural village, mm. quiet, there wasn't much going on, and so much rotten like that. And he managed to, like, mm, go to America, and off he went to America. Was, he was driven. Yeah. I, like, I mean, it's, it is, like, everyone knows Arnish's story. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's impossible not to. But, like, I mean, action heroes before Arnie, and, like, I mean, that mm. was the thing in the, the documentary where a lot of it is just him being saying, I was constantly told, no, you're too big, yeah. you're not, you can't speak, you can't do this. And he didn't fucking take, he went off and he, trained he improved on everything yeah. yeah he bulked down and and like he was just and like at the time it was like you could see it was like Dustin Hoffman was like an action Gene Hackman and yeah. you know it was all these kind all of like character actors yeah exactly yeah. that's it yeah they didn't have like the superhero physique yeah and that was the thing Earl was a superhero mm. he still is a superhero I think to a certain degree uh, yeah. with things kind of like he's he's as close as you can get in real life to a superhero he is I mean like the, the amount of respect that people have as well yeah. you know no matter kind of regardless of what politics people are at and like that because obviously he's mm. been the governor yeah he's a republican like but, um, but that's the thing yeah. like he's still very motivational if there's ever anyone like talking like he's always posting on Reddit and stuff mm. like that just posting people going yeah mm. good work with the routine and this is how you overcome this well that's what he started the Arnold Classic mm. for bodybuilders because he thought that there was like well, I think you didn't like the direction that the bodybuilding world was going and mm. from what I can remember now because it's been a lot I used to be into looking at documentaries on bodybuilding and powerlifting right, and Mac <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, look but, at all those men's yeah. bodies mm. but there is a whole thing I think Ryan wanted to have it more like natural kind of thing because like you look at some of the people from like there is Generation Iron mm. there is people and Kai Green is one of them I look at and it's just it, it's just ridiculous like the it, it, like these guys are just fucking they are literally just bags of muscle kind yeah. of like you know stacked on top of each other where the it's muscles have muscles yeah you know where it's all steroids like I mean obviously they have to do the work as yes. well like on yeah, top you can't of just like take some steroids to, no, suddenly look yeah. like rippling muscles um, but it's like they don't look like bodybuilders did in the 80s yeah. um, kind of a thing but uh, like you know so we started on he's very instrumental um, in things like that and helping people and stuff mm. you know, as we were saying but uh, yeah if you're going back talking about actual Commando though oh yes Commando what but do you think of it I really enjoy Commando and it's just it's just as I said just a stereotypical like peak 80s mm. film <laughs> It's just, you know, the body count is ridiculous. The violence is ridiculous. The action is ridiculous. The one-liners are ridiculous. Mm. And the music is fantastic as well. It's just this sort of, I don't know, it's like steel drum or something like that. Yeah, it, it just has this weird drum, yeah, yeah. 80s sound to it where it's like, oh, action, adventure, woo, kind mm. of thing. But, and it, you know, fast car chases. But it's got everything. It's. I think it's one of the things that, like, I mean, a lot of, there was like, action movies are always serious and even say um, Rambo that mm. would have been out like Rambo was like the first first Rambo first blood is mm. fairly kind of like politicised film yeah. it's about kind of like you know how people were treated when they came back from Vietnam mm. and stuff and it's based on a famous book as well so it's not like it's this dumb action movie mm. um, not that I don't think Commando is a dumb action movie either 
But uh, with Then Rambo 2, which came out the same year, that was like seen as being politicised as well. And that mm. got bad reviews because it was seen as kind of like dipping its nose into political meaning. Whereas Commando, when it came out, people were like, it knows what it is. It's mm. not trying to be something That's it. Else. I mean, I mean again, a comic it, movie. Like, you know? Yeah, even though there's a lot of, say, politics involved in the real, it's like, oh, you're going to go and you're going to take down the president of this country. Mm. And, you know, there's obviously like, there's a lot of political mm. kind of background to it and warfare and, you know, sneaky tactics. Mm. But yet you're just like, yep, yeah, it's just, yeah, okay, they're just making him do something he doesn't want to do and this is the level he's at because yeah. he has to save but his it's just It's about a killing machine. Yeah. It's not about whether the, the, there's no morality to it. There's no, you know, trying to mm. look at it. It's just that this is he's trying to save his it's a simple fucking film it's a high concept movie it is yeah daughter um, gets kidnapped I need to save my daughter within 11 hours yeah yeah. and like I mean the thing that we found when we were looking at it, it was I was just looking up on IMDB for kind of like say trivia stuff on it uh, uh, so, and they, they you know they have the, the whole thing about um, kind of bloopers or oh, things yeah. and, and what, like, when we were looking at ourselves we were saying fucking like the big one I think was when they, the car gets crashed the yellow yeah. Porsche and he flips it and then when they drive off there's no dent or anything and decided it's perfect and yeah. there's a few bits and t- pieces yeah, like and that. then when they put up the dents are all in a completely different place to when he flipped it as mm. well it's just like how many different cars have you been driving in? but if you look at IMVD with those things there there's like nearly a hundred consistent you know Tons and you kind of go oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure there's even like in the middle of one of the fight scenes towards the end you know when um, it's like oh I'm trying to push you into the spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen mm. it trying to push him into the furnace and stuff it's like it cuts from the hand is over his mouth then it goes to a, a shot over his shoulder and the hand is around his neck mm. and then it goes back and it's like over his nose and it's like Jesus Christ how is the hand moved like it, it's just it, but I think there, there's a charm in that as mm. well where it's like alright they don't give it it's they're just getting the, it is what it fucking mm. you know it's like if, if a movie came out like that now I'm sure people although I think maybe a movie like that now is what people need yeah um, like just a, like I know there's plenty of dumb action movies mm. but there is well you need someone like Arnold that's it you need to have that charm there because yeah. it, was, it was just the way he was delivering the one liners and just him just being mm. a man mountain just sort of slabbing around but kind of a thing. it's just so cool even from the start like the, the whole intro where he's like with the daughter and they're feeding a deer yeah yeah that's <laughs> what I know it's just yeah. like oh look how good of a father he yeah. is and they're out fishing they're like oh and the ice cream he's getting like the ice cream dabbed onto his nose and he's I know, like oh <laughs> yeah that's what I was saying if you take a still of that particular mm. thing it'll be on like you know gay porn yeah. or something like that I was like hmm there's cream but on his there's one bit it always stuck me it said there's a bit where he's in a swimming pool with her and she's on her his shoulders and he kind of throws her into the water mm. and it's like he could have ripped violent. her arms off like the, the force <laughs> of that you know and he's like oh, and she looks genuinely kind of yeah. terrified that's it she's yeah. fucking breaking the water surface tension it's probably after like giving her a fucking rash or something uh, on her face but it's just like you're kind of like fuck it yeah. and like I mean he did a lot of his own stunts in this mm. as well apparently um, because they couldn't get people to match now there's bits of where it's clearly not him yeah it's where a like, or something yeah, or whatever the yeah. swinging you know the, mm. where he's uh, fighting in the, the shopping mall and he swings over oh, on top yeah, of the yeah. Elevator, and it's like quite obviously, it's like a totally different size person. Mm. But um, that was why he ended up having to do a lot of his stunts, is because they mm. couldn't get anyone like to match to body double him because it was mm. like well, clearly that that stunt man is not as, as big as. Yeah, like. and according to I don't know the, the Joe Blow, that's a YouTube channel like a Joe Blow movies. I think it's Joe Blow. I think that's it. Mm. Um, but look those every now and again for kind of like movie facts, or he just does retrospectives on it, and mm-hmm. he was saying that like Earl got uh, hurt. 
in the the making of like when he was mm. doing it, he dislocated his shoulder and he got fucked up a few times with it because he yeah. was you know but it's it's and as well when they were making the movie they kept ramping things up because mm. they were like oh let's make it more kind of you know he's so big mm. instead of having a, originally a party was like say that they'd only have like two or three people on screen and then it was like nah fuck it have him like fight 50 people yeah and, have him mow down like fucking a whole army mm, with a machine gun or whatever yeah mm. but like the, the people actually behind the movie it's a high caliber uh, with it like Stephen D'Souza or yeah Stephen D'Souza who uh wrote it at the, like he did The Running Man Die Hard and Die Hard 2 um, and Street Fighter which we talked about before where like and he ended up getting into a position where he directed Street Fighter hmm. and I think after that um, his career uh, really slowed down um, he did Judge Dredd as well which had right. known it hmm. which we're, we're probably going to be talking about very very soon hmm. um but uh, yeah, like I mean, it's it's someone with like you know high quality, and then the director Mark Lester, um, <clears throat> well he did Firestarter before. Yeah, <laughs> so it wasn't like you know fucking anything to set the world on fire. Mm. So probably this is probably his biggest. Yeah, possibly actually. Uh, yeah. Movie and one thing I was surprised about because it came up was one of the writers uh, was Joseph Loeb. The third, I think, on it, and I was like, "That's not like not the comic Jeff book Loeb. Mm. and it fucking is Jeff Loeb who would have wrote the Batman: the Long Halloween, oh. um, with stuff, and of course, then he went on like the I th- I think he was in charge of well, he did all the the blue variations and all that the color variations over at Marvel, and um, like anyone who's into comics will know Jeff Loeb. Mm. It's like fucking massive and like I mean his movie career is after going even bigger like he ended up going over with Marvel um, helping them kind of roll out a lot of the bigger things but it's you know that he was one of the writers yeah. on Commando you kind of go it's I don't know it is it's, just, it's bananas like mm. yeah when you look back at it like that because Commando it was kind of seen as a bit of a oh, throwaway action it was like how many people can I kill and how many inventive mm. ways can we like slash someone's fucking arm off but um, when you actually you know, get past the kind of the schmaltzy bit of it where it's like, oh, daddy, oh, mm. come and save me. Kind of, you know, it's just like, oh, little girl in peril and all the rest. But it's, the action is fucking brilliant. Yeah, the action is The amazing. villains are absolutely yeah. psychotic. They're written to be so hateable and dislikable mm. and absolutely no redeeming characteristics. They're all just horrible dicks. Well, that's the thing with like Bennett. Mm. It was like um, Vernon Wells, who would be better known as like the Mohawk guy from Mad mm. Max. And he's been in, like, if you just look up his film he's been in a fucking horrendous amount of things as well mm. um, and a lot of the times you kind of look at him and kind of he seems familiar but you don't you're not, you're not sure from where like yeah uh, but like I mean his whole thing with like people were saying he was like a fucking um, uh, a Freddie Mercury kind of mm. <laughs> throwaway yeah, film it was, yeah it was a very weird yeah. choice well, of his, as yeah, well his whole thing there was like a making of thing or kind of interviews with him and his whole thing and it's all over any of the things that you read about was that uh, he viewed that uh, Bennett was in love with uh, mm. Matrix and he wanted to get but he's just so kind of 
He was an arch villain. Like, yeah, you know? hammy, like, yeah. but it works. It's so funny. He's like nearly a bumbling idiot. Yeah, and kind of a mix with an almost a Joker type style where he's like madly cackling and stuff, yeah. you know? He's just, he's like virgin on madness kind of a thing. But so. last fight when they're doing it and like yeah. they're knocking the shit out of each other and then he gets knocked into like, I don't know why there's like in a furnace room, there's this like electric oh, yeah. thing up against Electrified a wire fence. fence. Yeah. yeah, and he gets like electric and he's just like, Argh! and then he just carries on as if nothing. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I mean, technically he should be fried alive and dead and he's screaming his face off getting electrocuted and then he stepped how he stepped away I don't know but stepped away and then he's like yeah swing another punch I'm fine again and it was fucking hilarious like I mean it's a great fight and it goes to show as well apparently they needed to have um, that wasn't the original kind of their original fight scene was going to be this big chase and boats and kind of a fight on the beach mm. but they ran out of money so they were like <laughs> so just, yeah. you so, two guys hammered the shit yeah so they filmed it on um, like the film studio a lot mm. and it works really well like yeah. I think it works really really well and then the whole thing with kind of fucking the pipe being thrown through and it's like it doesn't make any sense either because there's no steam thing behind him and they had their yeah, steam billowing steam out of him pouring out and it's yeah. like hey let yeah. us on steam mm. but that's I think this was the start of the one liners as well yeah. because with like um, fucking whatchamacallit uh, the, the Terminator I'll be back mm. didn't really turn into a catchphrase until Terminator 2 I think yeah well, it was repeated again a second time yeah so so I really think that Commando might have laid down the the 80s one-liners or yeah. started it off. Like, I mean, there was a ton of things ripped, like even the montage with him gearing up as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, that's such a trope nowadays. Like, yeah. nowadays, like to have a montage. Mm, but there was a ton, like, uh, when you're in the documentary thing with Arnold, um, he was talking about, uh, like, anyone that was around the 80s would, would have known it was well, kind of documented about like the rivalry between him and Stallone mm-hmm. but at the time you kind of thought oh it's just maybe just to sell more movies which I'm sure part of it was but yeah. apparently they fucking hated each other Yeah. Um. so kind of like Stallone looked at Commando as a rip off of Rambo um, but the, the difference that they kind of saw between it was in Stallone's kind of things because I think Stallone always taught himself as more of an actor and mm. because of where he played the underdog or these people that was kind of like he wasn't like invincible yeah, that there was there's always, always this threat, emotional yeah. undercurrent as well. Yeah. yeah, whereas kind of like you know what Schwarzenegger, he was just like an unstoppable yeah, machine, than like, life. Yeah. No. which I think it, there's room for both kind Absolutely, of things. Yeah. Obviously, there was. Um, but uh, yeah, so there was a whole thing where like between them, kind of like Stallone or Schwarzenegger at see films that he was after doing, saying, "Oh, we're going to have a bit of a higher body count, and we're going to do this, and we're yeah, you know, to try and he's used uh, a handgun, so I'm going to use mm. a rifle. Well, he's used a rifle, I'm going to mm. use an AK-47. But I think that was going back to his bodybuilding mm. things because if you anyone who's seen Pumping Iron, it's fucking hilarious with it. Like I, I think it was after Schwarzenegger had retired that he ended up actually going back doing the documentary. Um, retired from bodybuilding bodybuilding yeah, yeah. Um, with it and he was talking about and it is you can see stuff like with Lou Ferringo where mm. it's like Arnold's like Arnold's the villain <laughs> you know but he's yeah. kind of like a, a likeable villain yeah um, in it and poor Lou Ferringo like is 
just he's too naive at it mm. like he's very young and stuff and uh, but like people talking about Arnold with it, there was one of my favourite stories where it was I think Arnold told it where he was like um, uh, about this guy who was his competitor and he was like he kind of took him under his oh, wing yeah. because he, and he was just saying to him hey look when you go out there what a lot of people do nowadays it's kind of like to be modern and you might win is scream when you're pulling your poses yeah. so the guy this went poor out guy going, was from overseas or something yeah. didn't you realize, and he uh, went out going <laughs> <laughs> and he like lost because they everyone thought yeah. yeah, who was this guy? I'd scream mm. in his face off. So, like, he was highly fucking competitive, mm. which I suppose, like, I mean, he... but very funny at the same yeah. point. That's the thing. He was so sort of, um, I don't, I'd like, I mean, even the way he was described, like, he was going on, ah, uh, nothing I like better than pumping iron and getting a pump cool. on. The gym. Uh, yeah, and he was quite obviously hammering it yeah, up. Yeah, he's like, this is better than sex. I enjoy it more than coming. And he says it with such a straight face, and you're just like, did he just fucking say that? That's mm. horrific. Like, oh my God. But the guy is quite obviously, he's mm. a funny man. And, mm. like, I mean, the thing is, for him to be a oh, 40-year career, mm. fucking longer than 40 years, actually, yeah. kind of, with things. And there hasn't been a lot of bad things have come up about him. Mm. There's just been the odd little, now, kind of scandal with the nanny or what. Yeah, like, well, like, I mean, that's his that's, own personal yeah. life, you know. That was, like, consensual or whatever. Exactly, but like, I mean, yeah. With all these other people that have been me too and stuff. Mm. And in a weird kind of way, when you look at some of Irony's kind of behaviour, even remember we were looking at the making of Conan oh God, yeah. years ago. And, it, well, it was... It was the commentary and yeah. it was him and he was like oh I slept her on the uh, you know and all this mm. um, but it was like none of it was really sexual assault you could say it was like <laughs> you know but it was it was close <laughs> very very close yes. but he seemed to do it in a, in a manner that people just accepted as just being funny or I think it was at the time comedic. as well what yeah. people you know um, the views of certain things or you know where it wasn't mm. like he wasn't like forcing himself on anyone or no. trying to kiss anyone or do you know what it was just and as well it is a thing like I mean if you play competitive sports as well, mm. you, people are weird with their bodies where it's not like yeah, they're kind of like used to touching kind of like yeah, or stripping know? off and changing really yeah. easy and on a, on the side of a pitch kind yeah, of thing. And there's yeah. certain kind of things with some people where they don't really like. There was a chap I used to work with, and he was like the guy. He actually looked like fucking Jason Statham, and he was fucking. He was built like a brick shit house, but he was very very hands on. Like whatever, mm. and he'd be always like hugging you and fucking like the arms or you know yeah. and stuff. It was just the way that he was kind of. From well, that's because he was molding people for fucking mm. decades, you know. That's um, true. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, like, not that we we're like uh, martial arts experts, certainly like that. Mm. We very briefly did some BJJ, and you get very used to very quickly having some like sixteen stone guys st- sitting on top of you and dripping sweat into your mouth, mm. like you know, and you kind of go, oh, it's just normal. Whereas if you say it to like a regular person who was only kind of workout is maybe I don't know a bit of yoga or mm. something like that, they're fucking horrified. They're just like, what? Mm. Hey, I got a stranger yes, sweating all over you. Like, oh my god. And like I think the thing well, well I don't know mm. it was, you can say it was a different time it was a different well, I, don't, well, I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't wash it off like that yeah. but you know what I mean it's, yeah, but it's, like I mean that's a t- there was very and there's not many people come out and say mm. he was a fucking asshole or mm. like that when people always talk about Arnie they're always like he's a lovable rogue kind I'll of say a thing it, yeah and he does seem to his heart seems to be in the right place he always wants to like do right by mm. people you know he's kind of you know well, well, encourage we, people and yeah. lift them up 
Well, we didn't realise actually that was that he was a millionaire before he got into fucking acting. Nah, that was too much rationally flabbergasted when he came over to the States. He'd obviously won a bit of money or something like that with the bodybuilding and he had a financial investor advisor. And he was like, oh, real estate is where is at you. You'd be smart to start buying things. And he had like city blocks bought before, like, you mm. know, thing. he was like, oh, I, then I bought a house and then I bought 12 more. And I was like, fucking hell. There's, well, you know, he's fucking, a smart man right from yeah, the get-go. It was like, I mean, I always knew he was smart. Mm. I, and people were always saying that. And there was that whole thing as well. People for years before he got into politics were saying he's yeah. going to get into politics. And like, I still think he would be a good option for a president. He'd be better than fucking Trump anyway. Yeah, I'll tell you, you know. that. Jesus Christ. Um, but it's, I don't, like maybe he, maybe he gets into power and then he's like the villain. But he seemed to do okay in like California. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Even with, uh, you know, he's some rightly leaning characteristics and mm. tendencies and all the rest. But most people were like, well, actually it kind of did okay when he was there, yeah. you know, and he had some good programs that you introduced well, he's well. no fool like yeah. um, with things and even like the the newer Terminator films get a lot of shit um, for what was it Genesis or oh, something yeah. like that and Dark Fate mm. but he was brilliant in the two of those like, yeah he's, he's probably the best thing about him yeah, yeah. Um, and like it was a film I can't mean to look at Mandy I think was it? it was the one where it was like about his daughter that turned into a zombie yeah, no, Mandy was the Nick Cage one. Yeah, no, I think it might be, yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, but, yeah. But um, like, that, was, that got a lot of really good reviews at the time, mm-hmm. saying like he's actually acting. I think with Art, he could always act, and he did act, but he was playing himself. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, he like was a lot of big stars himself, do. Yeah. Like, like Bruce Willis was the same. Bruce Willis reached a point and... Yeah, he was just wisecracking the yeah. whole time, and that was it. They yeah. just didn't need to do it. And like, I mean, you look at someone like Pierce Brosnan or Liam Neeson. Mm. They reach a point where they're just famous, where it's like they're being hired because they are they what they are. are. So yeah. they don't try and put on an American accent or fucking anything yeah, like exactly. that. It's like Sean Connery is doing it. Although I think Sean Connery had never tried putting on no he was just like couldn't be bothered yeah. couldn't be arsed like yeah like when he was in Highland where he was like uh, fucking Spanish oh yeah and it's kind like of, yeah. Spanish with a really weird accent yeah there. where he had a, a, a Scottish accent and then Christopher Lambert who was meant to be from Scotland had a French accent <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was like, just like what the bizarre fuck is world. going on here yeah. like, but that's the thing I mean people go to see an Arnold Schwarzenegger film to mm. have him deliver the one liners the Arnie mm. style and have his like his own particular accent mm. have you heard him talking like with a I don't know a very neutralised American accent you'd be just like who is that and yeah. who is overdubbing his but voice that was before like he got big that's a lot of people were saying to me no one will understand you no mm. we can't do this like that's a there, there was a whole thing with Dino De Laurentiis where mm. he talked in the documentary about meeting him and he said the first thing he said to him when he saw him was like what's a little guy like you doing with such a big desk and <laughs> Dino was, was like, like get out you'll never be a star in this <laughs> where it was like and, he, and, and again with the accent thing he was like oh your accent you, you speak with an accent and Swartzman mm. was like so do you mm. <laughs> yeah. well I think that's a he opened the doors for a lot but where it was mm. just like you did not have to be yeah the stereotypical yeah. you know sort of bland Americanized mm. accent and all the rest yeah and of course then you opened the door for kind of like I suppose more action fuel actors yeah. as well that were like did physicality kind of things because stunts and movies there was like some but like Thanks, stunts started getting like the 80s mm. really was the time where stunts started going fucking yeah. kind of like through the roof mm. and like even in Commando there is a lot of so like it's that's where he's fighting all the 
cops in the, the mall and just that swinging on top of the elevator yeah. like they're big stunts or when your man is jumping out of the plane that's a fucking like yeah. that's a dangerous dangerous day even today that's a yeah. dangerous and stunt and it's not like, computer generated yeah. uh, you know that, that, well, that's the thing I think with a lot of action movies now everything is CGI or it's done in some way you know green screen where none of it wasn't that mm. um, I think because I forget about it, my favourite scene and it's cut out of if you get there's a director's cut which just has 30 seconds extra on it or about a minute extra on it which is this scene in the garden shed which was always my favourite because yeah. it, it gets to the finale and he's going in and he's like shooting hundreds of people and like he's barely getting a scratch and it's nearly like the A-team where he's yeah. throwing grenades and fucking people are blowing up um there's a bit of gore and stuff but then all of a sudden it turns into a fucking slasher movie where he goes into this shed mm. and he gets oh, around it tools, yeah. yeah and they open it up and he sticks a fucking um, a fork into someone's chest he throws a saw blade at someone that slices the top of their mm. head off and then gets a machete and fucking hacks the guy's oh, arm, arm off <laughs> and that it's it's a very real reaction but it's also a hysterically funny yeah. reaction because your man is just like ah! yeah. it's real South Park scream but, or something like that boy is his bloody stump of mm. an arm and he's looking at it all horrified but it went from nearly this cartoon violence to people were getting hit by bullets and they're simply falling over in a dramatic like I'm dying fashion Uh, but then all of a sudden it was like somebody's head gets lopped off with the fucking with the the saw blade yeah with the saw blade yeah Jesus Christ (laughs) it was just that and like it got that got caught in the English version of which I was like a savage bit because I only ever saw that version of it and then when it came out on DVD got it on DVD remember putting it on and I was like where's that gone it's the The best bit which was but like I mean it's still cartoony but it Mm. is tonally yeah you can it kind of goes fucking hell like yeah. which <laughs> yeah. even the fight scene at the end fight scene at the end where he like literally rams a fucking a, mm. a, a steel bar to your man's chest or whatever and like he's hanging there with the steel bar rammed through his <laughs> chest and the daughter's like oh daddy yeah. you so that's so wonderful and it's like she's a small child she should be screaming her face <laughs> off at all this she yeah, should it's be like, what have you done? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like oh you're so cool daddy mm. <laughs> okay what it is it's, it's the see I think this is where things get like in the 80s a lot of that stuff for some reason in action films like there were people complaining about like I remember Robocop saying people are like oh my god and there was always seemed to be this thing where it's like a death counter that they had mm-hmm. where it's like nearly uh, some people seem to think it was a bad thing where they're like oh my god they killed 120 people in this movie and you'd be mm-hmm. like really I'm yeah, going, I'm going yeah, to see yeah, that yes, fucking exactly. movie it's like, 20 more than the last one yeah. um, whereas like you know in horror movies that seemed to become it was more of a thing where they kind of go we're fucking banning this film because of that but yeah. with the action movies they somehow got away with although I suppose they were, it was like Commander they weren't as gory it was just people being shot yeah whereas with a lot of the horror films especially it's, yeah, yeah proper like uh, body horror type uh, stuff and lingering kind yeah. of thing and people getting satisfaction with it and yeah. stuff and it wasn't the hero whereas like the hero in the action movies was the one doing all the killing whereas in the horror movies yeah, it's always the villain the yeah, villain the yeah. guy. and as well I suppose it is I mean you have to look at it as sort of like America the brave kind of a thing it's yeah. almost not quite propaganda but kind of getting there well that like. was the whole Reagan kind yeah. of year of America which like it's hard I think as an adult now to not look back on it with some fondness even though I'm aware kind of like you know say kind of like Reagan's kind of like critics and kind of like you know the economics t- and all the, the rest shit that basically started the downfall of the whole of western civilization yeah. him and Thatcher but like when you were a kid hmm. 
it was at like it meant, like even over in Russia, the Russians wanted to be Americans as well. Mm. It was this whole thing. Remember Levi G? You know, yeah, I know. It yeah. was just and Pepsi Max yeah. and Coke and McDonald's. And they stuff, just yeah. sold America really well mm. through all the movies and kind of like wrestling and adverts yeah. and MTV and stuff. Where it was just like it was very, and it was that kind of like excess kind of thing. Mm. I suppose. Like I mean, that's the reason why people nowadays still like movies from the eighties and stuff yeah. like Stranger Things. You know, where it has that sense of nostalgia, and it's not necessarily where people talk about it, like or well I'm into synthwave and you mm-hmm. listen to it a bit but when people talk about synthwave or um, vaporwave where it's like nostalgia for an era that you weren't part of mm-hmm. so a lot of people are looking that these 80s movies weren't necessarily around there but it's not it's it's because it made everything out to be so kind good cool. and things were black yeah. and white good guys won bad guys got punished and stuff yeah, um, true, yeah. so it was just it was more in, well, it was portrayed as being more innocent. Things are even like it was far from it. Mm. Um, kind of, but like, I mean, that's a talk for another time. But exactly. that's it. Like, I mean, an action hero has exemplified that. Mm. Whereas like these big strong guys that go in, take out terrorists. It was always terrorists. Yeah. Um, you know, or bad guys to drug dealers and stuff. And they were flawless. They didn't, you know, they were like pure in mm. a certain way that's it or uh, even if they did have a dark past like even in Commando like yeah. he says it himself he was like oh when my child was growing up I was away in this when mm. she was born I was away in that country when this happened I was away here when she had her first wor- word spoken and I've decided mm. I need to get out of that and be the best daddy possible and you kind of go oh there's a good man mm. oh fair play to him like you know so even though he's had the shady past he's like no he's cleaned his act up now well I think it was this whole thing with um, 80s action movies with that where it was like they might be these monsters that can kill like bunches of people but they're on our side they're yeah. our monsters yeah, so yeah. it's nearly like having Frankenstein on your fucking side and yeah. like you know where you're going like, oh, right, he might have killed a child and uh, you know when he might yeah. have done this and that but he's but, doing like, it in the name of the name of America yeah. and, you know it's the name of the flag and making everything mm. alright yeah. but everything was so pumped up as well yeah. kind of like at that stage as well I, I think Arnie was nearly um, not responsible for it but like definitely bring it into movies but like you had then it opened the door for like wrestlers going into mm. it like Hulk Hogan was yeah. massive and uh, like how was like, you know there was, but that was like even like the team tune like I mean mm. I can still remember that kind of like I am a real American yeah. thing you know which that's I wouldn't have been like I mean as a kid I wouldn't have been into wrestling like you were at like that but I was still very much aware of Hulk Hogan still very much like would have looked at his matches and all the rest and he was just such a big part of pop culture in general and it was you know looking back on it it's absolute fucking lunacy there's this guy with the big handlebar moustache and long blonde silky hair parading around in red and yellow underpants and, <laughs> yeah. you know and it's just attacking kind of, people like the chic yeah. you know it was all kind of like these foreign yeah but again you, <laughs> know, you have your political kind of thing yeah it's just like oh the terrorists the foreigners and all mm. the rest in America is good and America wins out the day kind mm. of a thing but today, looking back on it it's mental but it made, oh, it's, it's made perfect sense but it was, it was just brilliant. entertainment yeah. you know it, it was just so over the top yeah. Uh, that's where I think uh, like you can go wrong sometimes with there's a very fine line I think with films and so but I think some of the more successful like John Wick Mm. is fucking insane they're all insane they're way over the top but people love them for it exactly whereas if you try to have that more grounded and it was like you kill one or two people in it you know or if you did it in a very horrible I know I know John Wick there's a lot of (laughs) gore and violence but you know what I mean as you said there's a difference between like say a slasher film Mm. and an action if after he shot someone they spent five minutes watching the person bleed out on the ground crying for their mother kind of or like digging the fucking knife around in a wound or something like that yeah you'd kind of go 
Yeah, it's a bit sadistic. A bit unnecessary, like, you know. Mm. But no, it's fine if he just, like, pulls someone's head entirely off, like. Yeah. But that's it, like, stuff like Psycho Gorman. Yeah. I know we're after going fucking way off a commando, but Psycho Gorman, I thought was, I'm surprised that film didn't do as well as it did. I just don't think it was very well known, yeah. Yeah, because that is, like, it was just completely over silly mm. over the top which is what you need I but hilarious as well at yeah. the same point point. and again it's one of these like 80s nostalgia throwback mm. type films where it's like kids in the 80s and you know they're mm. monster films and actual monsters mm. I but it's like we were talking about like mm. with um the the monster squad yeah there a while ago a lot of those are the best movies it's their escapism like I mean realistic movies and movies that have the, that kind of you know there's obviously a place for because you need to have mm a bit of a palette or a bit of a selection of movies but I, I know yeah for a long time like I mean if you you don't go to the cinema to feel more depressed or more down or like oh, oh god yeah. this is a crushing story of mm. like depraved you know sort of poor people and poverty and horror and all you know mm. you kind of go for escapism you go to go alright okay we're going to go to an all out action yeah. or you're going to go to like a hysterical comedy it's mm. you go to get away from your not it, like you don't go to cinema to fucking watch Enders or something oh, like that you and know? like I mean the thing is I think there's something to be said for having heroes that aren't flawed mm. as well because now every hero is flawed now yeah. even like say with um Nolan's Dark Knight yeah, kind of trilogy, say, yeah. it was brilliant but like when they started off the fucking third one and it was like oh Bruce Wayne is crippled he's fucking his hips are destroyed and his knees are gone and mm. this and that and you're like yeah yeah like I mean, that, that's meant to be Batman but Batman just carry now he does carry on obviously but he's mm. still like oh me back <laughs> yeah. ow um, where it's like shouldn't have, you know kind of like mm. there's something to be said for having that Batman that's just like yeah. Frank Miller's Batman that's like having a heart attack and he's still hammering the shit out of people mm. or he's like fighting Superman where he's just like no I'm gonna keep fucking yeah you know? that's it yeah I think mm. that's the thing I th- it's, it's I think it's nice sometimes that people enjoy the whole sort of nuanced thing where it's like oh well you know sort of the hero has his flaws and the villain has his redemptive arc and all the rest but sometimes you just want a villain to be a villain and you want a hero to be a hero and there's you know never Mm. the twain shall meet and you know who's going to win you know Mm. and then sometimes like I mean it can nearly put a bad where you want you sometimes it's good to watch something that you know exactly what's going to happen there's yeah. that comfort it. and I think that's the thing why people like the 80s movies yeah, as well predictability there, yeah there ain't going to be like oh like fucking at the end of that like <laughs> like fucking your man wasn't Bennett wasn't going to kill the daughter cut her head off in front of him around yeah, like exactly, that yeah. whereas nowadays yeah. exactly there's a lot of films want to go and start with the surprise twist ending or the mm. shock ending or the as I like to the missed ending you know yeah. sort of that thing where it's like oh it's nearly there oh my god that's mm. horrific and the thing I think whereas say beforehand with films I think maybe in the 90s where it happened was uh, there was like people were going away from the fucking kind of like adventure of the week thing that was happening a lot on TV Mm. whereas TV now I think is way more sophisticated oh yeah where it is basically like it's it's fucking it's a book mm. so you have like plenty of time for and, and they allow time for yeah, character development and you can go to explore different things and all yeah. as far as in a film no you can't like Just especially an hour and a half so strokes, I think yeah. yeah it seems to be that it's going more that way I think where it's mm. like you know with it, I suppose that's why you have Marvel movies are yeah um, I suppose they're like well, the they were popular they seem to be rest. dying yeah. off now again it's too much of it I think but that uh, you know never thought was, I'd say that like yeah I'd open the door for something else mm. like you know that's well, well, good, but like, I mean, 
I think that's why DC kind of like that that there's a competition between the two I think that was always fucking just manufactured mm. kind of shit with it like you know it's good to have well it's good to like oh you know you have kids like, identify oh no I'm, I'm a DC's comic guy or mm. I'm a Marvel and you know start to have your rivals built up and all the rest mm. and kind of yeah support the team the DC are quite obviously superior right? Oh, yes I'd agree with you on yeah. that as well it's mm. myself, but yeah. see we're just like yeah DC yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. screw Marvel no one there to kind of like you know <laughs> <laughs> Um, Although I I think I prefer Danzig's. <laughs> you know, I've never read any of Danzig's comics. Mm. Um, should what was it? Verotica. Oh yes, isn't it? Yeah, it's the, the film thing. Yeah, it was Verotica was the film, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and that had uh, the movie that Debt Rider and yeah, that was it hasn't come bizarre. out yet. I think on DVD, yeah. I haven't seen it Fucking anywhere. Hell. It's been out for quite a while. Mm. Well, it was in the cinema a good while ago, mm. or maybe it was in a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, you're kind of going a little bit off topic. Well, we mm. always go off topic, yeah. you know, but yes. But yeah, Commando. Mm. Do you remember the computer game? I do, I think, actually, yeah. yeah. And that was the thing as well. I seem to remember, like, I had an older cousin as well that obviously had, like, more sophisticated ties than I did Mm. because they're a couple of years older. And they had this, like, this little army man that used to be able to crawl across the ground. Oh, God, I remember remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was like, I wanted that so badly because of Commando. And I was just like, no, Mm. (laughs) that's too expensive. Fuck off. But there's the thing with Commando. It was was apparently, I didn't even realise it was in 18s when it came out. Mm. But, like... I can remember getting that mm. when it came out in the video. Yeah. So, because it was, there was something about the cover to it as well that mm. it was just, there was something about fucking Schwarzenegger. I know, yeah, that's um, just, where, draws your eye like. Yeah, and especially yeah. at that time where it was just, and it's like, it, it said everything that you kind of needed to know just, just with him holding guns on the cover. You're <laughs> yeah, kind of like, like, all right, I know all right, what the film is about. Get killed, like. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But, you know, but I remember like seeing it probably at like eight or nine or mm. something like that. See, the thing is, there, like the, the local TV channel, the Irish TV mm. channels, they used to use films for fillers, basically. If they're like, oh, we've run out of programme and I would just throw a film on there at like 10 o'clock at night mm. and be like, oh, here's Commando, off you go and watch mm. it. So that I think that was how I ended up seeing it quite young as well, because just... I never forget there is a Ireland has a couple of their own things but like I mean Irish is obviously like our native language but mm. like very small portion of the country everyone learns it in school but yeah like, but it's not spoken daily yeah, so much, um, yeah. but there's certain parts of the country that do it so to cater their needs there's an actual channel um, mm. for them in Irish but they used to get like stuff from HBO yeah. a lot um, kind of because they didn't have anyone to compete with so they get it for dirt cheap in Ireland um, that's where I, we would have seen uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah The Wire first. yeah The Wire yeah. um, Oz I remember when Oz was there and over in America it was there and over here nearly simultaneously mm-hmm. as well Uh but uh, I remember it was, I think it was like fucking off work one day and it was like 12 o'clock in the day mm-hmm. and Cliffhanger was on it and it, like in a weekday yeah. I'd have, and it wasn't edited yeah. it was they like, just didn't yeah. bother censoring it's yeah. just like and ah, it was just like, what the fuck is going on yeah. <laughs> it's like there'd be kids watching it at this time you're like kids and old women I know like, oh. but was, it was like zero folks given it yeah. was you know and a lot of times they wouldn't bother it like that was what mm. used to really annoy me was I'd see a film on RT which is the Irish channel and it was the straightforward head film mm. no swearing kind of censored or anything like that mm. and then you'd watch the same one on BBC and they're like hey Jughead yeah and it was, it was always like, what sure that was the thing with um Oh, fucking uh, Die Hard. Remember, mm. it was uh, Yippee I A Kimo Sabe. Kimo Sabe, yeah. I know, yeah. And it's uh, like, you've just ruined the iconic mm. line. Jesus Christ, how are you doing this? And ironically enough, like Ireland had a very strict censor, a film censor at the time mm. as well. But they're just like, 
swearing's fine off you yeah. go like it's you know and as it should be I think it was, I think they were probably very strict but they were also very lazy and they didn't that look was it was like what I was saying about Haruko Soki Doji and a lot of those yeah, they're like, kind of yeah, they're like oh, I'm not looking be. at that shit yeah. just know? leave it through it's mm. fine but that's it like all the films in RT you'd be watching like I don't know Christmas Day or something like that one o'clock and mm. it's just like completely uncensored I was like oh cool grand but oh, that was fine. a good thing back in the, yeah. the day as well with them because if you're going to video stuff off the TV a lot of mm. times RT was a better option if it was uh, over Christmas because they wouldn't have any ads yeah. on it whereas if it was ITV or one of those you'd fucking pause it every five minutes yeah. or the 10 o'clock news would fucking yeah. come in middle of it or something mm. like that yeah Mm. Mm. Yes, I know. Yeah, come so, on, though. No. That's not that much really to say about it. It, it, it is what it is. It which is. it's it's not like you're sitting here like say with a Tarantino movie you can go through, which I, is great. Is that you can go through analyzing everything of it. Mm. Whereas like with something like Commando, you just go, it's a fun time. It's exactly. a good time. It's that's, a fun time. Well, yeah. that's what movies should mm. be as well. You know, certain movies should be like. I mean, obviously, it's an art kind of thing. Mm. You know, there's a range, but there should be that thing where you can just go. No, I just want a bit of fun. I just want to put on something for an hour and a half. Yeah, enjoy sit back, it. Enjoy the action. Yeah. yeah, watch people get their necks snapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a hat put on him. It's like weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, or something yeah, like so that. ignore my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. with Mac Bean and The Simpsons, yeah, they fucking that was just, perfectly yeah. pitched. I think yeah, um, they got him so perfect. But that was, I think, you know, you're big when mm. there is a Simpsons character based off you. Yeah, and literally uh, everyone knows who it is. You know, the mm. minute they open their mouth and uh, just all the stupid one-liners. But that uh, that's part of Arnie's charm. Like you, mm. know, you're watching the film going when you going to say something go mm. on fucking roll out like and every film you know sort of you know uh, Mr. Freeze and all the rest mm. is like you know it's that, that was in the, the, the documentary when he was talking about, he was like oh I had lots of successful films and then I did Batman and he was like he didn't say I'm bad about Batman he just kind of <laughs> kept going yeah. lost over it yeah. and it's like it, like in my head it's like does he not know kind of <laughs> the people like protecting him kind of, although I have to say he was probably the best thing in it because mm. he was quite obviously having the fucking ball I and hammering it up yeah <laughs> and, but and like I mean they all seem to but it was just oh when they brought Bane into it this year like oh my god what the fuck is going on mm. I thought it was set for Joel Schumacher as well to do because like big fan of Lost Boys obviously yeah. um, and it was just yeah you know, what a trash boy yeah that turned out to be uh, fucking hell but yes Commando yeah. I'm going off now to listen to the soundtrack yeah. just steal drum away mm. yeah. the soundtrack is brilliant mm. too although it is just insane just, yeah it's, and it's, a lot of it's the, that's the one thing as well actually it does have the repetitive kind of you know you have the hook of the music where mm. you know like something is going to happen or you know like oh this is not quite a theme song mm. but it's like it's almost like they did with Star Wars where it's kind of like you have you know the Imperial mm. Marches for Darth Vader and you have different themes for different people but you have this in, in that as well which but, is unusual for a film of that type but it does remind me of you know like uh, if people this might go over a lot of people's heads but kind of like say if you're using a sampler like the NPC or something like that and you have the gates off mm-hmm. and you play all the samples at once and it just <laughs> sounds mental yeah, yeah. yeah th- that's what the soundtrack sounds like yeah they just, like, like, just like everything together yeah I just press this button here and I'll have like the fucking the laser <laughs> sounds yeah and then I'll oh, oh look the steel drums and <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's like Ross playing the keyboard yeah it's yes, yeah. exactly what it is I'll throw in all my sound effects and bleep bloops mm, and everything but somehow it works yeah, and I, I do think like just finishing off with the whole thing that it is a film that doesn't get enough props it kind of was responsible for changing mm. movies in the 80s I think it had a big like it was 
like irony before that the Terminator and um, Conan the Barbarian mm. and like they were both big hits but Commando wouldn't have been as big a hit but I think it did lay down that this is the character that Arnie's gone, and he was in a lot of movies like that. Yeah, after, Predator so that and all became, the rest, you know, yeah, that was yeah. sort of the same type of thing he was doing, mm. yeah. And there was a lot of movies kind of copying that thing. Mm. So, like, people, you could kind of put up the argument that, oh, maybe it was Rambo, and, like, there was a lot of those canon movies as well in the 80s with Chuck Norris and stuff, but yeah. I don't think, they weren't as, but they were, like, straight to video. Mm. Um, things were Arnie's, things they were international mm. hits yeah. uh, they were like million million dollar where they kind of went alright get fucking anyone that's big mm. um, and we throw them into the kind of that's it like, and again yeah. he was a big pop culture figure just like Hulk Hogan you know every, oh God, every yeah. kid knew who Arnie was like you yeah. know? didn't matter where in the world you were there was like I'll be back mm. <laughs> well Jess thank you for listening Hasta la vista, yeah, baby. Go off and listen, or go off and listen. Yeah, you listen to the, the, the listen command, to commando, yeah. the soundtrack as you're fucking crawling through your garden. Yeah, all in beige is like machine gun fire and people going, wah! Ah. <laughs> so, until next time, believe it, don't you?